everybody, it's Michael Martin. Happy Monday. Um, I got a lot of good feedback the past couple of weeks, and I've been a little lackadaisical in getting to like reader emails, so to speak. Uh, so I'm going to spend some time and giving props to the folks who are taking the time to, you know, reach out. And, you know, one was, when do you know to increase your position size? And so there's, there's a couple of ways to do it. There's not a definitive answer, which is probably no surprise to you. One would be just like if you're using constant risk, like a constant percentage, you'll get bigger if you take your account from, say, 100K to 500K and you're trading a 1% risk unit. Obviously, you can do the math. You'll have more contracts. You might have more shares. But the risk itself is constant as a percentage of your overall capital. And I think what the question was getting at is when do you go bigger than that? Like when do you know to go one and a half or one and a quarter or maybe even to 2% risk units? And so now your risk unit is growing at a greater pace than your capital might be growing. And that is a discretionary decision that sometimes comes to play, you know, in some of the markets that we've come through the past couple of weeks, months, where things are making historic highs you might have anywhere between, you know, if you're normally 30 to 40% accuracy, you might be somewhere between 40 and 80% accuracy in these markets. If you're a short-term trader and you look at overbought, oversold stuff, you might normally have a more accurate model. Um, but what I've seen is that the more accurate models have lower win to loss ratios in terms of the size of the wins. Not always, but oftentimes they are. Um, because they tend to be more short term, you know, they're more in and out, swing trading, that kind of stuff. So then the question becomes, if you're going to increase the risk, do you add it all at once? And do you remove it all at once? Because, you know, then you're looking at some, you always have randomness, right? So we're looking at, you know, good timing, bad timing, good luck, bad luck. And then we're just looking at a system that has been back tested at the portfolio level, which means not one name at a time. You know, you'd be looking at running several hundred stocks that might be on your wish list through the simulator at the same time over at least 10 years of data so that this way you can kind of see what's the impact on your equity when everything's gyrating in the marketplace. And so, you know, then you can kind of figure that out, figure, put together, you know, your wish list. How do you find your wish list? What's your, how do you rake through the data? What's the criteria? Is it first on share price above a certain dollar value and then below another threshold? And then do you confirm it and, and look for stuff that has, you know, tens of millions of shares traded? So you have to come up with your wish list first and then your wish list or at least what you're watching, which is hard, right? It's hard to do all that by hand. So the computer helps you go through all that. And then you have to figure, okay, when is the system really, really grooving? so that you know when to put that on as a discretionary decision. It's kind of hard because you can kind of, maybe not everybody, but 
when I was just starting out, I could kind of see what I wanted to see. And I could call something a winning streak when it could have been just a week of random good luck. So to me, it makes a lot of sense to have a criteria um, that you use to determine when do you increase your size? What do you need to see in terms of the uh, frequency of wins? What are you looking for perhaps between the what your average wins are to your average losses, right? And if you're stopping out at the constant amount, aside from times where you might take something home and from time to time, like once or twice a year, the market jumps a stop, your average loss should be close to your big loss in a lot of ways. There might be a few outliers if you're looking at 10, 20 years worth of data. But if if you're doing it very religiously, then you're going to see a gigantic cluster of systematized losses right around what your bed size is. And that works for you. So you don't want to sit back and think from a feeling standpoint, like, well, I feel really good. So therefore, I'm going to increase my size. I think that would be a mistake. You'd want to have, like I said, criteria that you could study objectively and see how you've performed. Look at your trade ledger. Maybe you keep a journal. There's a, there's a few ways to do it. But you'd probably be looking at over, you know, months and months worth of data. I don't know that doing five trades and then saying, hey, I'm onto something, so I'm going to increase my bet size. I don't think that's the way to do it. But I think if you're looking at trading, you know, three or four patterns, if you're a chart reader, and you have months of data where you can see that on average, you're doing better now, then it might make sense to be more aggressive because you're winning more. And the markets are very amenable to your trading style or to the chart patterns that you're trading. Now, if you're systematized, you just know that you're going to grow your capital accordingly. And you're going to probably keep a constant percentage uh, of risk for your bet size. And then what you can do is when you hit certain thresholds, you can program it in so that when you get to, I don't know, you can figure it out just off the top of my head, you know, 125 to 150% of your starting capital from an account balance standpoint. You could put in a rule that says, okay, I'm going to go from having, you know, a one half of 1% risk unit to maybe... Uh, a three-quarter of 1% risk unit or something like this and then, you know, test it. Um, there's a lot more to say on it, a lot more than I can say here, but those are the thoughts that I have off the top of my head, so at least it's probably pointing you in the right direction. You want to get a free copy of the audiobook version of The Inner Voice of Trading, just go to martinchronicle.com, click the picture, and there you go. Thanks for being here. I'll see you tomorrow.